0: This is The Beat Generation, a look at music throughout the years that changed our world from the original beat poets of the 50s through to the musicians of the 60s until today. They've become known for their influence on music that has shaped the soundtrack of our lives, simply known as The Beat Generation. Welcome to Season 2 of The Beat Generation, produced in association with Bad Boys Media, Townsville's Triple TFM and the Community Broadcast Association of Australia. This show got its name from the 50s and 60s writers that inspired so many musicians. Each week we'll take a look into music and artists throughout the years that have changed the face of the musical landscape. A full song listing can be found at our Facebook page forward slash music that changed the world and make sure you check out our instagram page the beat generation podcast a podcast of this show and past episodes can be found on apple and spotify along with some of our other shows including the bad boys and secret men's business check out our shows and if you like what you hear then make sure you leave a review So sit back, put your headphones on, crank up the dial and journey with us this week with part two of a special interview with international songwriter, producer and the founder of the iconic 80s band Goanna. A special look at the solo years of Shane Howard. I'm Shane Bryan and this is The Beat Generation. In last week's episode, we took a look at the music legacy of Goanna a short-lived band with a massive impact on the Oz music scene. Of course, those who fell in love with the sound of the Goanna band also embraced the music of Shane Howard during his solo career, one that saw him dive into Irish music and uncover the similarities between Ireland and the Indigenous histories of Australia. Well, during 2020, we saw the release of a live Goanna album from 1985, a remastering of Goanna's Oceania and a brand new solo album from Shane Howard. So let's kick off the show with a new song from the album Dark Matter, a song that touches on Shane's recurring theme of his love of country. This is my country and you're listening to The Beat Generation. 2020. that was my country from the album Dark Matter and I would love to welcome Shane Howard to the Beat Generation.
1: Hi Shane, how are you? Good to be here.
0: So last week we took a look at the Goanna years but Goanna eventually ran its course after some amazing hits. Then in 88 you released Back to the Track and 1990 River. Now I was in radio when River came out and it it was such a brilliant album, it had such a punch to it but, but I could really hear the influence that Goanna had over the album. Do you Mm. feel it was an extension of what you did with Goanna Band?
1: Yeah, well, the the first, I mean, look, Goanna ended in debt and everything was pretty broken, really. Um, So I basically ended up in North Queensland and in Coranda, and then out in the Gulf of Carpentaria. And I, I did a tour with, I went to the handback of Uluru and I ran into Bart Willoughby there. And he was touring at the time with Bunner and Coloured Stone. And he said, "Oh, and we did a concert in Alice Springs after the handback at Uluru, and Bart said, I'll come with us up to Tennant Creek for the weekend. And it was a long weekend. It went for about three months. And we toured right up. I toured with Coloured Stone then all through the Northern Territory up to Darwin, and then across we end up in Broome. And Bart and I wrote a song called um, Just a Feeling while we're in Broome, and uh, so that and that helped al- that first album I released, solo album, was Back to the Track, and it was made on the smell of an oily rag. Really, I had no, no real budget, but um, but it was informed by that travelling through Indigenous communities, and it was an amazing journey. At that time, uh, in the in the wake of the demise of Goenna, to be travelling with an Aboriginal band through Aboriginal communities right across the Northern Territory and. West Australia, and uh, another awakening and deepening of of my understanding, I suppose. And then that really, I got a deal with BMG. I was able to make a production album again and work with Mark Moffat, who was a a great musician and a great producer, and we were able, in many ways, I think River is very much, it almost sounds like a Goanna record.
0: Absolutely, it does.
1: The missing Goanna record, and, you know, my... Uh, everything had been sharpened for me. Uh, my thinking had been sharpened by those journeys through Central Australia and into the Kimberley and that. And, uh, yeah, that album, I guess, had a bit of an edge to it. And it had it had the feel of the country and it had that desert country in that record, I suppose, and that Gulf country too.
0: Very much so. Even tracks like Love is a River, Well Runs Dry, you always bring it back to the country, to the land.
1: Mm. Yeah, and then Heart of My Country, I think. Heart of My Country, yeah, yeah. Yeah, um, there's a, a big sense, there's a big landscape, I think, in that record. Well,
0: let's take a listen to Love is a River. This is The Beat Generation. 1990.
2: Dry but love is a river River of life sweet yeah.
3: Sweet River
2: Love ran into the desert I thought I love had died Crossed the line of rivers everyone wants Tell me one thing that I never forget You get a sneak and dig a hole There might be water there Yeah Is that love is a river Might be deep and wide Love is a river It's got two sides might be raging
0: Now I want to ask about a track called Gabriel. Yeah, I feel it was actually the start of a deep Irish connection that you've explored.
1: Yeah, yeah. The um, well, I, when I set out as a muso, I, I was a folkie. I, you know, I was a solo. You know. Uh, um, the first public performance I ever did other than with my family because we sang everywhere as a family when we were kids. When I was about 10 or 11 years old, I had to sing for my school and then had a combined schools thing and I did Blowing in the Wind. Yeah. Um, you know, and Bob Dylan was a huge influence for me kind of accidentally, yeah, and in a way he became my mentor and my – the benchmark, you know, people like Joni Mitchell and Van Morrison and Neil Young, James Taylor, they they were my mentors and my benchmarks in terms of songwriting and performance. And um, so Gabriel, I guess, is in that kind of more folky tradition.
0: Let's take a listen to Gabriel. This is From River by Shane Howard, and you're listening to The Beat Generation. 1990.
2: Save this heart from hell Heaven knows I love you Heaven knows how true i be for you People have their failings And I know that I got mine I know I've been ungrateful I know I've been unkind Gabriel Gabriel Open your heart and mine as well Come on Gabriel Gabriel Save this heart from hell. Down into the valley and out across the sea, our dreams go. Caught up in loving, so much stronger than you. Tear our world apart with some faith Let's pull us through. Gabriel, Gabriel, open your heart and you mind as well. Yeah, Gabriel, Gabriel, save this heart from him. Yeah. Not that bad at all Gabriel Gabriel
0: So Mary Black re-released Gabriel?
1: She did. Mary went on to uh, record, she's recorded about eight of my songs now, and has been a great champion for my songwriting, really, in Ireland and the UK and Europe and and beyond. Um, But the first song she did was Flesh and Blood. Um, I toured with Mary in 1992, got asked if I'd like to do a tour, and I said yes, and I really wanted to meet uh, Dylan Sinnett, who was her guitar player and the band leader for Mary at the time. And he'd been in Moving Hearts, and they'd done work with Van Morrison, and uh, he'd worked with Christy Moore. He was a, a bit of a musical giant in Ireland. And um, and then I met Mary, and I met her band, and we got on like a house on fire. It was a great, great tour we did in Australia, and Mary went back and she heard Flesh and Blood on that tour, and Um, I didn't even know, I didn't give her a copy of the song because I hadn't recorded it yet. Um, But they must have had a desk recording of uh, our performance as the opening act, that the engineer must have recorded. And the next thing I heard was her manager rang up uh, uh, Joe, um, Joe O'Reilly, and he called me, I was in the studio recording Flesh and Blood at the time, and he said, oh, shame, it's Joe O'Reilly here, and Mary's recorded your song, Flesh and Blood, and it's a a big hit over here in Ireland, you know, it's in the top five, and I thought someone was pulling my leg, because I thought, I haven't even recorded this myself, that's not even possible, and uh, I hung up, and um, the phone rang again, and he said, I don't know what happened there, I think we got cut off, and and, uh, anyway, we'd love you to come over and tour, Uh, Mary would love you to come and tour Ireland, and so that was an amazing, uh, an amazing juxtaposition. That all of a sudden, and it's amazing how songs travel. I guess, Shane.
0: Well, let's take a listen to the song from the 1988 album of the same name, "Back to the Track." 1988.
2: came off the road reaches into the sun Heading back down the track back down the track came off you can turn and face the sun face the road and run that short turn turn the car to the wind while around your friend but that's. back to the track that you came on When the road reaches into the sun Heading back down the track Back down the track that came on A string of bad seasons and A swag full of reasons drive you on you hear the back in it, you The rhythm of the wheels and you're gone Heading back down the track you came on, where the road reaches into the sun. Heading back down the track, back down the track you came on. After look at the state you're don't know what you're doing or exactly where you've been. Days you're burning limbo, nights you're burning with pain. I hear the freedom's waiting on that gospel oh, train. Yeah, come on, come on, take me. But you gotta get back to the track you came on. Where the road i hey.
0: that was back to the track from the 1988 album of the same name. We'll be back shortly as we continue our special chat with the iconic Aussie singer songwriter, Shane Howard. This is the beat generation. Hi, this is Shane. And Andrew from the Bad Boys. If you're after quality hard-hitting journalism that matches four corners... News that'll keep the government and the people accountable for their actions... And current affairs that's more reliable than, well, a current affair... Then then that's that's not not us. us. Bad Boys Unleashed. Music entertainment celebrity interviews and the only original bad boys news that makes 60 minutes sound like the muppets join me him and bad girl angie for the conversation that no one wants to have but everybody wants to hear bad boys unleashed subscribe for free on apple and spotify This is The Beat Generation, a look at music throughout the years that changed our world from the original beat poets of the 50s through to the musicians of the 60s until today. They've become known for their influence on music that has shaped the soundtrack of our lives, simply known as The Beat Generation. Welcome back to The Beat Generation, produced in association with Bad Boys Media, Townsville's Triple TFM, and the Community Broadcast Association of Australia. I'm Shane Bryan. Thanks for joining us for our chat with Goanna founder, the Oz Music legend, Shane Howard. And make sure you check out our Facebook page, Music That Changed the World, and our Instagram page, The Beat Generation Podcast. Now, Shane Howard has played with Neil Young, Jackson Brown, James Taylor, Carol King, Archie Roach, Bob Dylan amazing lineup of artists that he has performed with he's also produced albums for other artists including mary black and co-written songs with carol king but before we continue our chat let's have a listen to a song from shane's river album this song actually harkens back to his love for the environment and the limited resources that we actually have on this earth if the well runs dry and when we come back we're going to dive into shane's love of irish music 1990
2: Time goes by and the well runs dry and dry This time we'll pass away this world might not be too soon. i
0: Shane, welcome back to The Beat Generation. Let's chat about your love of Irish music, which on more recent albums you've explored in in greater detail. Do you find a synergy between traditional Irish singing and what you did with Goanna and and River?
1: Well, you know, it's an interesting thing. One of the, as a guitarist, um, one of the things that is central to Irish music is the drone and uh, the Ellen Pipes, for example, so much of traditional Irish music operates around a drone as its underpinning. Um, and it was that sensibility that led me to the idea that if I structured the right chords, you could, uh, you could run a didge as a drone under a song like Solid Rock. And uh, so in many ways it was that sense of Irish folk tradition that led me to um using the dig in uh, uh, under solid rock so yeah those things are very connected and I, I went on to kind of explore that a bit um and other you know it's a bit of a thing there. <laughs> people like steve cooney have explored that further in ireland you know with um, irish tunes with a dig underneath them and um yeah it's uh it it, it works really really well
0: so you've done a lot of Irish albums and embarked on several all-Irish tours.
1: That's right, yeah. Um, a number of tours with, with Mary actually uh, in Ireland. You know, we played the Flower in London to 70,000 people with Bob Dylan and Van Morrison backstage <laughs> and amazing experiences. And we toured America together. We toured Holland. Um, so, yeah, um, and Mary took my songs really out into a much wider world. Yeah. Um, but touring Ireland, you know, like the, I'll never forget that first time. That uh, album of Mary's, The Holy Ground, that Flesh and Blood was on, was, I think, the biggest selling album she had. So we did five. My first experience of doing gigs in Ireland was to 5,000 people a night for five nights in a row at the Point Theatre in Dublin. And um, with a whole Irish audience singing along to a song I'd written and. It's very emotional. I thought, you know, if my great grandmother could only see this circle completed, and uh, who left Ireland as a twelve-year-old orphan from the, the famine, um, it was a, it was a, yeah, very powerful way to return. Return.
0: Talking about leaving the country, you have recently done exile with another great Aussie artist, Paul Kelly. Yeah,
1: yeah, I, um, it's been, well, I'd been wanting to do. To tell the Irish story for a long time and um, a lot of planets had to line up for that to happen and uh, um, I had to do I, I suppose you know an old Aboriginal guy said to me in Central Australia many many years ago he said where are you from and I said oh, I'm from Southwest Victoria he said yeah but where are your people from and I said oh well ostensibly from Ireland he said well what's your lingo what's your what's your dance what's your song and in many ways, he called me, and I had to really think about my own – here I was feeling, sorry, for Aboriginal people who'd lost their culture, and I realised that I'd lost my culture, and um, and that started a huge journey for me, and it, it intersected with Mary recording Flesh and Blood and recording my songs and bringing me to Ireland. So there was a lovely synchronicity about that where I had the opportunity – to do many, many trips to Ireland and really deeply explore my own ancestry and my own indigeneity and go deeper into that that deep well of uh, tradition.
0: Well, let's take a listen to a track from Exile, Farewell, Dan and Edward Kelly. This is the live version, Shane Howard and Paul Kelly. You are listening to The Beat Generation. 2018.
4: Yeah, hey, well, Dan and Edward Kelly Stevie Hyde and Joe Burn too With the poor, your memory lingers Those who blame you are but few Thirty
2: policemen, did I do? In a manner I am told Thirty policemen did I do you
4: For poultry, some of gold Thirty policemen did besiege you In a hotel owned by John Then they captured you and hung you Nothing left you but the bones Farewell, would Edward Kelly
3: Stevie Hart and
4: Joe Burnett, too With
0: Now, in recent years, you've come full circle back to the environment again, recording a song with John Schumann from Red Gum.
1: Yeah, we connected. I, um, John asked me to be involved. He he wrote a song for uh, that the war memorial uh, and the Australian Army had been involved in. Uh, the head of the Australian Army they wanted a song to honour the Indigenous soldiers because who had been sadly neglected for so long yeah they weren't even allowed in the rsl uh you know all these people who'd come back from the war there there are stories you know of people who Lake conda just to the west of us it was an old mission you know people who came back to their country and had their country carved out from under them and given away as soldiers settlement blocks but they weren't entitled to them themselves even though they would served in the army so john asked me to be involved and rob hurst and so I jumped at that uh, opportunity to reconnect. And then uh, we got, you know, it had been a long time between drinks. He also had asked me to be involved with his Henry Lawson project, which I loved. And um, he came over this way and we were working on something together and went, well, let's put it, why don't we do a show in Adelaide? And so we started working towards that show and this song kind of, almost popped out of its own free will and uh, it was a great, it was really enjoyable to work together and to write that, you know, because he's a formidable head to butt up against and uh, you'll never die wondering what John's thinking. <laughs> and, uh, and you know, he'd been really forthcoming when backstage at Stop the Drop concert back in 83 when I said, look, we've got this song about the Franklin River. Would, would you feel like coming and joining us on stage? Yep, absolutely, no worries. So it was great. We brought... Um, wrote that song Times Like These which is a couple of grumpy old men as we are now kind of (laughs) bemoaning the state of um, you know celebrity politics and and the rise of the kind of the strong man in politics and the kind kind of the ugly face of almost a fascist uh, sensibility that seems to be rising in the world so there's plenty to be concerned about, there's plenty to be worried about in terms of the future we're leaving for our kids and our grandkids and, uh, um, yeah, and our generation, it has to be said, has probably been the most selfish in history in many ways and we've consumed so much of the earth's resources and we're leaving a terrible legacy uh, for the future.
0: How do you feel when you see things like fracking and Adani?
1: Well, on a really dark day, I want to start the environmental resistance army <laughs> and blow stuff up. But, um, Don't do that. You know, without injuring people. <laughs> but, um, yeah, it does make you angry. And I feel like everything, and this is what John and I talked about, it feels some days like everything you fought for back in the 80s and the 90s um, has been swept away Uh, by corporate greed and you know there this is without without logic and without um you know there's no philosophy to it there's no proper reasoning other than machiavellian principles of you know just consume and destroy a song like if the well runs dry i think i released that in about 1991 or 92 and things are even more dire and we seem powerless to deal with climate change or these plastics in the world, the, the oil crisis, um, the carbon crisis, we're incapable of putting a price on oil or a mining tax. And there's such powerful forces now that we have to deal with, with uh, these corporate entities that control media and um, some of them bigger than governments, um, that I'm not quite sure how we're going to be able to rein them in you know restore a balance to uh to a very fragile world
0: it's encouraging though that whenever there's a crisis that arises the music industry and the artists are the first ones to step up
1: yeah it's always the people who've you know we've got a few words and a few little stones to throw at billionaires you know (laughs) (laughs) multi-billionaires it's not a fair fight and um but it is true. I mean, look, it does fall to the artists to hold the mirror up to society, and uh, to say, look at this. Really, look at this. This is um, uh, this is not going to end well.
0: Well, let's take a listen to times like these. Shane Howard and John Schumann. When we come back, we'll wrap up our discussion with Shane Howard. This is the Beat Generation. 2019.
5: we be right back here Living in the darkness Living with the fear Forgotten where we came from Drifting in the mist with the main mast broken The heads all ripped They run with hairs They hunt with the hounds They trample all over this
2: secret ground I listen for the outrage The shock or a howl But I hardly hear a murmur or a sound In times Like, like these...
5: these. Tearing up a chart. The sextant is broken and we can't see the stars. On oh, the southern skyline, there are storm clouds dark. We're running out of courage and we're running out of heart. I can't believe that we're back on our knees. Anybody out there, anybody please? Just need something, something to believe. Someone to write me songs. Times like these. Like these But down came the money men
2: Mounted on their thoroughbreds Loudly denying what the rest of us can see There goes the atmosphere There go the seas There goes all we fought for Dying by degrees There go your rights and There go your wages There goes everything you thought we saving Fossil fools Don't know what they do Driving us all into the ruins of times like these Times like these
5: Once upon a time in a land like this A fair go for all was what we taught our kids But now let's make me a star on reality TV And spare me the awful truth about time Out of sight Behind razor wire Just for wanting a life Out of the
2: darkness Somebody called Do people make decisions Of conscience anymore But I hardly hear A murmur of a breeze. Can someone find me a cure For times like these uh, Times like these In a land like this I see
0: Before we finish up, you have a book you're writing which you've been writing for about six years and I'm, I'm kind of hoping that it'll be out before another five or six years.
1: Yeah, I started into it about five or six years ago and and eventually started drowning in a sea of words and I abandoned it for about five years and I've just the last year gotten back into that and uh, I have deadlines so I've got to meet them and uh, it's interesting process and I feel like there's a story to be told from the journey that I was on. And, um, it's not just all about vanity. It's actually about the people that you met along the way. And, um, you know, in a time that is passing or past now and, uh, um, you know, to honor a lot of those people who have gone, um, who are friends of mine and who died way too young. And, uh, And lots of unsung heroes that nobody heard of that didn't have any hit records or, you know, were just um, great people uh, that you meet along the journey. And uh, so it's a chance to honour them too, Shane.
0: Well, I'm sure you have some gems of wisdom and inspiration as we try to navigate this generation. Uh, I have to say we appreciate the words that you've given us in the 80s and the 90s and now in this generation.
1: Oh, thanks, Shane. Yeah, look, we mightn't be able to save the world, but, you know, in our little small communities that we live in, we can, you know, have an impact in our little areas, and if everybody does that in their communities, that is a world-changing situation.
0: Saving the world one song at a time. (laughs) Absolutely. (laughs) Well, Shane Howard, thanks for joining us on The Beat Generation.
1: Thanks, Shane. Thanks for taking the time and the great questions.
0: Well, next week we have a special Beat Generation with legendary band Jefferson Starship. We speak with the current members about their hits throughout the last 60 years. Don't miss it. To take us out this week, Shane Howard and the biggest single from River, Walk on Fire. I'm Shane Bryan and this has been The Beat Generation. 1990. When came down.
2: crash This is not the time, this is not the place to lose heart or faith. It's the wink of an eye, remembering that we are dust. So come on, show me some faith, I'll give you my heart. We can work on trust.